Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name is Jenny Sanaparatna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack, and we will get started. Today, I am drinking English breakfast tea. I've been drinking it all week. I'm kind of obsessed with it this week with a lot of half and half. <laughs> and I am eating the pepacaca cookies that my pastor's wife friend bought me. And honestly, I never knew that store-bought could be as good as homemade. Yum. All right, let's get real. So this week, we're going to talk a little bit more about the fruit of the Spirit. We talked about it in Patience of Life, and today we're going to talk about it a little bit more. But first, I want to tell you about a little bit more about me when it comes to fruit. Now, first of all, I love fruit. But I, about three or four years ago, my husband bought me a plant. Now, if you knew me before this, you would go, that was a bad plan. Because every plant I brought into my home, I killed. <laughs> my grandmother had a green thumb. Like, she would look at a plant and it would stand to attention and do what it was supposed to do. Like, she was amazing with plants. And she actually, when she passed away, had a Hoya. If you've never seen a Hoya before, Google it. It's a curly, it was a curly Hoya. And it was taller than me. It was so big and huge. I don't even know what happened to it because it was just enormous. It was on wheels because you couldn't pick it up. <laughs> she was so good with plants. And so my husband was like, we need more oxygen in our home. So he went out and bought me a snake plant, a snake plant. And I have to tell you, I, I was kind of excited about the gift, I think. And like, okay, how long is this going to last? Now, I did not know that snake plants are really hard to kill. So it is still alive and doing really well. And that snake plant really inspired me to buy a couple more plants. And so I bought them at Aldi's because they're cheap at Aldi's. <laughs> and I'm just cheap. That's just the way things are. I'm frugal. That's what my husband says. I'm frugal. Um, but yeah, I don't like to spend money. So I bought a couple more there. They were getting bigger. Then I was like, I really love this. So I went on Amazon. Did you know Amazon sold live plants? They do. And I've had really good luck with them so far. I bought two spider plants. They were itty bitty. I named one Peter and one Parker. Because yes, I'm a big nerd. And I <laughs> love Spider-Man and Marvel and all those kind of fun things. So Peter and Parker, and I planted them in little pots. Now, a couple years, well, maybe a year, year and a half, maybe two years. I don't know. Time flies when it comes to plants in my mind. I realized that they were really big for their pots. I was like, this is kind of crazy. So I took Parker, who was in my kitchen, and tried to get the plant out of the pot not realizing how root bound this poor plant was. It was really difficult to get the plant out of the pot. And I actually have pictures, I'm gonna put them up on social media of what this poor plant, the roots looked like. And I put it in a new pot, a little bit bigger of a pot because I really don't like big plants. I'm really struggling with how big these plants are. So now I'm taking their babies and you know trying to make small ones. But I put it in a new one and it sprouted. It just came back to life. I mean, it didn't look bad before, but I was shocked at how many 
like sprouts came out and new leaves and new, you know, it was just beautiful within just a couple weeks of being in a new pot. And I was so reminded that this is my life. (laughs) I am so stuck in my pot that I enjoy my life. I'm comfortable. I don't want to change. I live in something that maybe I'm not growing in. And I know we're all there. I know that all of us do not enjoy change. Maybe you do. It, it's always said you really enjoy change if it's your idea. <laughs> when, it, when change is your idea, it is, woo, let's do this. When it is someone else's idea, it is really hard to get behind. And so often we stay in a comfortable pot. We stay in a pot that we we know and we understand and it's something we've never been any like this works for us and sometimes God is saying to us I want you to move into a new pot where there's a place to grow and growth isn't always comfortable but it gives you a new sense of a place to become a new you and add new things to your life and I know that you've heard my journey up till now and know that that is not something that I'm like, oh, let's do this. But I was really reminded of that when I took this poor little guy out of his pot. And I don't know why like half of my plants are girls, half of them are boys. I don't know why my spider plants are boys other than as Parker. Um, So I was really reminded of that. And so when I was starting to study the fruit of the spirit, God brought me back to my plants and I this year for the first time ever have had a successful tomato plant I've always tried to plant tomatoes from seed and it's never worked I don't know if it's because it's extremely difficult (laughs) that's what I'm going to say it's extremely difficult or that I've always bought my my seeds at the dollar store which maybe isn't the best place to buy seeds and dirt (laughs) I mean, I do love the dollar store. They've got some great things, but maybe not for tomatoes. So this year for Mother's Day, I bought myself a small tomato plant already ready to go. I know I bought it for myself because you know what? Sometimes for Mother's Day, you get things that you're like, ah. so this year I bought my own gifts. So I got myself a tomato plant and it grew and it's grown and it's grown. And it's this beautiful, it's a cherry tomato plant. And I'm looking at it and the little fruit are coming out. You have the little tomatoes and they're teeny tiny. And then there's a couple that are a little bit bigger. And I water it every day. And every day God reminds me that this is how proud I am of you. You know, I read a, something on, I don't know, a social media somewhere that said there's nothing that makes you feel like you have a superpower than watching tomatoes grow that you planted. And I'm like, it's so true. And I see that that's how God feels about me. I see that God waters me and pours into me his love and his mercy and his grace. And I am showing fruit. And he's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of your fruit. I'm so proud of how you're growing and developing and moving into your new pot. And so that is why I started really started looking at the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, if you've never read that verse, it's in Galatians, and so you can find it there. 
But I want to talk to you about one that I've really overlooked. Not because it wasn't an important one, but really because I'm like, check, I've got this, right? <laughs> you look at the fruit of the spirit and you're like, okay, I do love people. I have joy. Some days I have peace. Some days I don't. <laughs> you know, there's always ones that you're working on. But goodness, I'm like, I got this. Like, I am a good person. <laughs> you know, I'm not someone that you're like, oh, she's a troublemaker. I've always been a goody two shoes. You know, there's a couple times I've done some reckless things, but never anything that was like, oh, she's a bad kid. I've always been really a good person. And so I was like, check, you know, never really even thought about this fruit of the spirit. Really just never was like, well, that's one I've got. I don't have to worry about it. And then I started digging into it. You know, isn't that how it works? I'm like, I've got that check. Let's move on. And then you Google something. <laughs> and goodness means virtuous, being moral, honest, upright, respectful, and trustworthy. When you Google um, goodness in the Bible, it says it is equal to godliness. And boy, am I far from that. Um, and so then I started looking through that it's actually, it matters on your translation and which Bible you read. Goodness is mentioned between 20 and 47 different times in the Bible. And so I started looking at how often and how it was used, the word good or goodness in the Bible. Let me read you a couple of the scriptures that I found. The Lord is good, a refuge in time of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. The Lord is good. The Lord is godly. The Lord is trustworthy. The Lord is respectful. All of those things work right there. The Lord is good, a refuge in time of trouble. Nahum 1.7. Another one that I found was, I remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in Psalms 27.13. I will remain confident in this, in this. I will see the trustworthiness of the Lord. I remain confident in this. I will remain I will see the Lord, the honesty of the Lord, the virtuousness of the Lord. And really my mind was blown. I got to be honest with you. I could not believe as I looked through the Bible verses how really God is good and good is being like God. And I was like Wow, I really need more of this fruit in my life. I really need to be work on honesty. Now, I'm a very honest person, but I am a Jensen. <laughs> now, if you don't know what that means, my family, my maiden name is Jensen. And we are the kind of people that have a hard, we're storytellers. Like we love to tell a good story. We enjoy that kind of moment. And we're the kind of people that our fish grow every time we tell the story, the fish that we caught. The fish gets a little bit bigger and a little more dramatic. It's not necessarily that we're lying. We just tend to make things bigger <laughs> than they really are. And so I have to work on like what 
is the specific. I have, I sometimes kind of generalize things so much that I have to go, okay, I need to like go back to how big really was that fish that I caught? And FYI, I don't fish. So, <laughs> so that's completely false there. I don't fish. But you get the idea. That's kind of where in Minnesota, at least how we exaggerate things is by how big of a fish we caught. You know, it's really a two inch fish. I don't know if those even exist. <laughs> but by the time we're done telling the story three years later, we caught a 20 pound or 20 inch foot fish. Also, trustworthy and respectability. Am I trustworthy? Lord, may I be trustworthy? You know, I do this podcast every week and I take it very, very seriously that I am trying to tell um, what I understand and what I know. Do I always do it right and is it perfect? No, I do what I know is right and perfect as well. I don't do anything perfect, <laughs> so let's be honest, but I want to be trustworthy. I want to be someone that people go, I can trust Jenny. She's not going to go somewhere else with this. She's not going to go and spread it around to other people. And so goodness is anti-gossip. Ooh, that's harsh. But really goodness is being trustworthy and respectable and upright and honest. And gossip is not. Talking behind someone's back and spreading rumors is something that is so common in our world and in our churches and just in life that it's hard to not um, get caught up in that moment. And so I work very, very hard at what I'm told goes no further. That I, and I'm not perfect at it. You know, we're, none of us are perfect at it. But it's really a hard thing when you're looking for God to come into your life and give you more fruit. There's a couple things we have to do. We need to be comfortable with being moved into a new pot. We need to be comfortable to move into something new and be uncomfortable for a little while. Um, we can be in a situation that is just the way it's always been, right? And God today is calling some of you to go into something that you're not comfortable with because that's where you're going to grow and produce fruit. And second, we really need to be asking the Lord to bring us more fruit. And that is by having his love and his mercy flowing into our lives. And that's talking to him, reading the word, listening to podcasts, things that will encourage you, giving you the water um, that will help you grow and produce these fruit. So this week, I want you to take some time and think about where you should be stepping. Now that seems a little weird, but where should you be looking to move to that maybe isn't comfortable because your pot, you are root bound. You are stuck. It is really hard for you to become any different than things are right now. You know, they talk a little bit. My husband is a big, he loves like, um, business stuff and they always talk about like you can't make money unless you're looking to make money like money just doesn't come off of trees so you have to be put yourself in a situation that you're uncomfortable 
And so in your life right now, there are a lot of circumstances going on that you're like, Lord, I want these to change. And God says, I will change them, but I need you to be willing to get out of your rootbound pot and move into something else that I have for a blessing. I don't want to do that, but maybe that's where God's calling you. I know that's where God's calling me. I know he's asking me to move on to something else that is uncomfortable for me. I know that I'm supposed to start writing my second book and I have to be honest with you, I'm super scared and don't want to do it. <laughs> um, but what's God calling you to? And second, allow his water to come into your life so you can get more fruit. I want you to become trustworthy, honest, respectable, and have God's goodness. His godliness in your life can change you forever. So let the let his water flow. Let his water come into your life so you can produce that fruit. And by that water, I mean, let's spend some time in prayer, listening, asking God. But you can ask God all the things you want. Sometimes you need to listen to what he's saying and take a moment and be quiet. My The hardest thing for me is just to sit and be quiet <laughs> and reading his word. That is all that I have for this week. I just pray a blessing over you as you are looking for more fruit of the Spirit, more fruit of from what God has for you. And he's going to water you and help you move into a new pot. You can find us at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. I'll be putting up the picture of my poor little Parker, the spider plant, <laughs> so you can see his roots and now see him. Oh, he's just beautiful. Um, and you can also find us at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. Um, all of my information is there. If you're looking for um, a woman to come in and encourage the women in your church, I would love the opportunity to come share my heart with them. You all have a blessed week as you grow and get more fruit.